Do you believe in miracles? Got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what what's up, Fizzle? good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade Fantasies a big ocean, they made their own wave Make sure you tap in there Tuesdays and Saturdays Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way Hit that notification bell when the news break Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late Destination Devi, that's the team Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing I remember Biggie said it was all a dream Now people watching on their phone and computer screens Welcome to the team Let's start the show Our boy Brandon um, Our boy Koopa Troopa here Sign me the fuck up That really does help your team a lot really does. Sign me the fuck up Sign me the fuck up for that deal too I like what yeah. I like, you know what I mean? Like I don't go to McDonald's and order something different Because I want to expand my portfolio No I'm basic, man. My ass man. is in there. I know I'm what I like. Quarter powder with cheese guy. Every let's go. Uh, Mike, you didn't see in the comments, but uh, T Rock told me to, so I did it. Um, All right. He said, "Quick ATM fart in Mike's drink while he's gone," and so I had to do it. That's it's in that bottle. As soon as you open it, it's gonna smell like shit. <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna lie. I probably pissed on the floor. My wife's gonna kill me in the morning, but fuck it. You better wipe that <laughs> shit up, then. Um, I got you after this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep trying to cut tits. I have no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> he won't think that of. Keep trying to cut tits. Ass Keep trying to cut. Go. Keep trying to cut tits. Ass speech. <laughs> that is a tongue twister, my friends. Mike, what's going on, man? Do we have audio? I, I hear that everyone in here saying no sound. It has been a shit show trying to get this all put together. Can you guys hear us? Let us know if you can hear us, man. <laughs> I I can see me. And I can hear you. Up. We can sing along in the chat. Can you hear us? I can see Mike. I can, can you see you? I can hear you, buddy. I can yeah. hear you. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we had no audio on the intro. It's good. It's good. Listen, man. Uh, Fizzle, RIP. We apologize if you had no audio on the intro. I, I just hope that you can hear us right now. Otherwise, that would be uh, sound is back. Let's go. All right, man. Oh, man. Mike, what a- we made it happen. You know, vacation, <laughs> all the stuff happening. We're making it happen tonight. How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm drinking, enjoying vacation, but I had to bring, even though it's not the best that we got, uh, something to the shitheads. You know, we got the website just dropped. Koopa's in the building. Man, this uh, this brings us back to like our first days. <laughs> just janky as all hell. Let's oh yeah, go. this is it, man. I don't know what's happening. This lights like I can cut it out. This is this is awesome stuff. No, oh, I like it. You got the lines right. Yeah. Just coming down. You're in the hotel where they they Boom. did the draft. <laughs> That's what it looks like. The first ever. Back when they selected like Dan Marino in the first round. That's what you're doing. Yeah, uh, Garrett. As a matter of fact, this was a wedding reception yesterday. Um, 
And today they're like, you know what, we want South Harmon to have it. So listen, I just, you know, do my piece. Gave the guy at the desk, you know, a South Harmon shirt. Hey, appreciate you. He was like, let me let me let you in the door. We're good to go. Um, no sound on the fizzle intro, so that sucks. But everything else is good, man. Mike, I don't know if you saw the thumbnail. We talked about it, but I feel like we really have to talk about it today. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's so out of hand. I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently Campbell claims that Laporta was the best player on the field uh, yesterday. I mean, it's it's rookie hype season, man. That's, that's all we're gonna get for the next few months. I love Sam Laporta, but let's let's stop. Can we pump <laughs> the brakes a little bit, right? Like, I mean, come on, man. Just just a little bit. It's not as bad as the Dalton Kincaid thing, right? He's playing ping pong back and forth between who ranks him higher, George Kittle or Dalton Kincaid already. I mean, come on. Come on. We got to get into some stuff on that. But let, let me ask you right now. Um, is there any window left to let hype build on these guys, or, or do we just sell now? Oh, there's still some window. There's still, there's nothing else to talk about. Nobody's going to be talking about vets in the <laughs> summertime. <laughs> no. Nobody's going to be talking about vets in the summer at all. So it, there's still some hype to build. But if you can capitalize on it now, might as well. Full send. I did one. I've sent away a couple of Sammy Laportas here in the last couple of weeks. One of them got me Kyle Pitts. I'll take that. Yep. I'll take that all day. Yep. I mean, Package him with a first and something else. And Kyle a, Pitts? Come on, man. That's crazy. A 14-team, 0.75 tight well, end premium. Let's go. Don't spoil it too much. We're going to get into the trade show after this. But my goodness, uh, Jay. Jay is killing me, man. Motel 6 has Wi-Fi? Woof. <laughs> uh, barely. It's. I don't even know if you give it that right now. But uh, Barely. Man, this is this is good stuff. I mean, Mike, let me ask you then. So with Sam Laporta, like th- these guys are all inside the top 10. Right. Like I don't – at this point, like if someone actually believes that there's top 12 value in them, don't we just try to trade up into the Kittle range, into a guy that's elite? Like if you can actually get off of a rookie tight end, forget what happens. Like let's even say Kincaid ends up smashing. Now, he's not likely to do it in his rookie season, but let's say Kincaid becomes one of the next ones. If you miss on that for a guy that's a little older and more proven, what have you really lost? Like even if you had right. a couple pluses, like it just it makes no sense to me that they're this highly valued. It really doesn't. A couple of the easiest ones is like uh, for like Kincaid, uh, pivot to Goddard or Pat Fryermuth and get a second uh, with like Laporta or with Michael Mayer. Like you could go to Injoku and get a second, something like that. I do that all day. Not only am I getting the better tight end, I think what <laughs> like I feel better about, I just get a free second tacked on. That's the easiest thing to do. But if you can pair them together, right, maybe you do the reverse. You take, uh, like you're talking about, you go up into, like, the Kittle range. Why don't you take Samuel Laporta in the second, see if it'll get you George Kittle or Dallas Goddard or TJ Hawkinson or somebody along those lines. I mean, because I I was actually just thinking about that. Like, straight up, I think I would trade all those guys for Njoku if I had to. Now, maybe market says you can get more. But like, if you told me I, that's the best I could get, I would trade straight up into uh, to Njoku right now if I had to, wouldn't you? Oh, for sure. I think that was one of the deals that I made too with uh, the Laporta, sending him away, going going with David Njoku and something else. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing. There's it. a there's a couple of other tight ends like I still like in that range, and at least for the next year, right? Like I still want to see if Waller still have it. 
he's in that range. Like that's a guy that I'd also target. Uh, Evan Ingram was fantastic last year, and I know they drafted Brenton Strange, and we don't know about contract and all this shit, Adam. But still, like mm-hmm. for one more year, I'm willing to find out. It's not like he's not talented at all. Strange? No, he's, he's got. Well, he's got. No, great... no, no. Oh. No, I meant Ingram. I meant Ingram. Ingram oh. was like the guy that we were creaming over back when he was a, a youngster coming out, right? Even after his first year. Ingram actually was one of these guys that was athletic. Then he hit the first year, but then he had a bunch of injuries, and people have kind of, meh. Yeah, uh, I like I like this too. I, I knew somebody was going to get there. Leaning to the mic like a frat dude trying to talk to a girl at a college college bar. Listen, man, I I, I could lean into it like it was that, but uh, you know, we're only seven minutes in, and this thing's completely off the rails. I'm I'm so happy with this right now. Th- see, this is what makes coming to AMA fun on vacation, man. Uh, stuff like this. Um, let's see. Hold on. We had some actual questions, Mike. Let, let Let's get into some questions, but first, let, let let me let you say anything you wanted to on the website or any of the stuff you wanted to talk to before we get to questions. No, man, I'll I leave it up to you specifically and uh, Koopa in chat here. You guys put that whole thing together. Uh, you've been working behind the scenes. I'm just a guy who's along for the ride, kind of like tonight. I'm just a dude <laughs> who just shows up. I reap all the rewards. Uh, I'm the favorite because I don't make any waves. Nah, that's a lie. But the website is phenomenal, man. The The fact that Koopa was able to build that warp machine, put it in a website, you guys figured out how to put it into existence yep. and launch it this weekend without really any flaws is pretty impressive and now you got my head spinning about you know me actually doing something to contribute to it so uh, i'm gonna handle the merch man everybody's always asking about shirts and i have this sixth sense of humor about fantasy football dynasty football shirts you know i love to wear all kinds of stupid slogans and stupid things on my my fucking shirts so i actually found a place where i can design the shirts uh no skin off our back, Adam. We don't have to, uh, you know, keep 50 of them in our closets on demand for when the shitheads want them. So hopefully real soon that'll be on the website as well. You want a, a funny shirt designed by my dumb ass, boom, you can just get on there, purchase it, and they'll send it to you. So be pretty if cool. If there's one thing I know, uh, if, if we've motivated Mike to that point, these shirts are going to slap. Just just watch. Uh, Listen, I, like how- I thought I killed it on the first one. <laughs> the first one i can't wait to put that one on live all right i thought that was a great slogan i just made that shit up too <laughs> well well well, well t-rock here, here's the thing right i brought my sony i brought all all the camera stuff it, it's having a conniption fit um so this is my webcam on my macbook pro but the reality is you're seeing me clear because i'm hosting the stream right the, the reality is why you're seeing mike all blurry is because this internet is just shitty and i appreciate uh the hotel here spotting it up for me but it's just not that's why you're gonna get a you're gonna get a blurry mic all night and for most of you that's how you should see mike you know when sunday night been drinking really really blurry so we're, we're, we're excited for that <laughs> i i like to keep my uh my lighting and everything kind of like where i'm at the strip club you know what i mean like dark and mysterious man th- i will say like there's nothing i can do about these lights but they are they are bright on me right now so uh I'm kind of liking it, though. It's got this crazy, weird-looking vibe. All right, let's get into some questions real quick. Wyatt, what would it take for you to trade Kittle, Goddard, or Waller away in a 1.5 tight end premium Superflex start 11? So, Mike, you're, you're apparently tight end hoarding. I saw in the uh, general chat uh, someone says these guys, n- none of these guys are all worth first. So maybe this is a question for you. Uh, we'll start at Kittle, man. I think, uh, if I, if I'm good at my other tight ends, right? Like I got Goddard, Kittle, Kittle's good. And I probably want him the most out of all those guys, but 
if I have Goddard and that's the most appealing one, Adam, I think uh, in a 1.5, like, I don't know if he's that big of an advantage. Like, he's really good, but uh, I think I'm fine at the tight end position. So, just generically, like a future first and a second, I think would kind of be my value on him. I'd also put pretty similar value on Goddard. Uh, the other one, first. Like, I need a first to move off of him. And you don't want to give me a first too bad what? to just yeah. sit there and ride, ride on my bench. Like, I don't care. Keeps points off your team, so screwing you over anyways. I mean, it, there's no way I'm trading Kittle for less than a first. No chance in the world. I don't even think I'd do it for Goddard either, man. Like, why would I trade Goddard for less than a first? Now, I'll, let, let me caveat that by saying it doesn't have to be a liquid first. Like, if you can trade out of – if you have these three and you can trade out of Goddard for a first-in-value player that is better fitting for your lineup, shout out to Koopa. You can check out your league in Warp and see what player you could trade up for that's, uh, you know, a better Warp advantage. You don't have to have it where you have, you know, Goddard and Waller at the flex spot. But, like, I'm with Mike – I'm not going to sell out of any of these ones light. So for, for me, Kittle and Goddard, especially at minimum first in value. Kittle for me, honestly, I think, Mike, I'm, I'm more like a first plus for Kittle. I think right. it, it's just not worth trading out for a random first or a random wide receiver that's like a first in value. I'm, I'm good on that. Waller, I think, is the one that it's a little more risky. You, you're probably not getting, yeah, you're not getting a first back unless someone's just silly. Um, could, could you get a first back in this class, though? Could you get like 112? Sure, maybe. I, I don't even know. Could you? I would think you could, but I don't know. I, there's no guarantee on that, is there? Who would you rather have on your roster, Waller or Kincaid? Uh, Kincaid, because I can trade him for more. But if you told me, like, uh, I got to ride it out till the whole rest of this year, I think Waller will outscore him, barring injury, barring health. Right. So, do you agree like or disagree? For that, yeah, I agree with you. Like, for that, like, I want a first for Darren Waller. In this class, um, future wise, like if it's not this class, two I'm not seconds. doing it for a second. It's got to be two, and probably yeah. I want like some throw in. You know what I mean? Like two seconds. Two seconds. I'm in. Two seconds. I'm in. In a lineup league, like that's a running back with a pulse, whereas a path, you know, you know, I could even buy in. Like, give me two seconds in Ty Chandler. Give me two seconds in Dwayne McBride. Like, I'm trying to figure out like something when Dalvin Cook leaves. <laughs> like, maybe this right. guy will be worth something. So. That's probably it. That's probably it. Like I, I really don't have a lot of. If you've tight end hoarded and you got a good tight end room, this is the same spot I'm in right now. Like I don't have a lot of motivation to move them. Like you pay me, or I don't care. They're not playing for you on your team. It's such a scarce position. I know you know 1.5 tight end premium is not that exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys aren't really that great of like flex options. They're okay. Uh, you can use them in a pinch. That's fine. But it's really just the fact that I have them and you don't. <laughs> it's kind of like when you QB hoard. Uh, same thing. Like, there's nothing sexy about Ryan Tannehill or Jared Goff until somebody desperately needs a quarterback, and then they become worth a ton more. So it's the same principle here with the tight ends. So don't let them go for cheap. I 100% agree. Uh, we, we have a super chat, Mike. Believe it or not, uh, after all this, Ooh. we have we, now we have two. Um, but Brady, appreciate it, Brady. Love y'all. Sent a comment. Need help. All right, Brady, speaking of needing help, I need help because I'm, I'm out here scrolling. I'm on my laptop. This is not the normal setup. So let me try to find your question. You, you super chatted, but I will go get it. Well, this like one's you, easy. It's, it's literally just up like a couple. Okay. <laughs> super chat. All right, easy. Well, then I, didn't, I, I, I was out there scrolling thinking it's been there forever. All right, here we go. 14 team Superflex. I have 104. 
got 107, 108 for 25 seconds. Uh, I gave 109, 110, 113, 202. Please speak on strategy with taking JSN 104, then receiver, receiver at 107, 108. No. <laughs> I mean, it's like, appreciate the super chat, Brady, but you'll never find me taking JSN at 104. In a fourteen team super twelve twelve in twelve team, if you're like rebuilding and you wanted to do that, I would probably caution you against it, but I could say I get it. Like I understand what you're doing, right? Mike, there's no way. For fourteen team Mm-mm. because he, here's the reality. In fourteen team at one oh four I get one of the quarterbacks, which is the most scarce thing, or I get Bijan and I know it's not gonna be him. So give me whatever quarterback is left for sure over JSN. And then um like, yeah, I'll take receivers at 107, 108. Like, who else are you going to take there? Unless it's some crazy tight end premium and you want to take Kincaid because you think you can flip, I'm I'm taking the receivers there. I'm taking QJ and then I'm taking Addison or vice versa. Right. That's for me as well. There's no scenario I would ever take JSN over, say, Stroud ever in a 14-teamer. I'm not doing it in a 12-teamer. I sure as hell ain't doing it in a 14-team. Um, I'm, I'm with you. The wide receivers clearly after the quarterbacks for me. No question. The only place where it like becomes a question, Adam, is in like a ten team league where quarterbacks just really don't carry that much weight. Um, right. As right. much weight, they still carry weight, but just not that much weight. Not so, as much, right? Right. Twelve team, fourteen team. I'm smashing the quarterback every single time, and at seven and eight, you're gonna get your wide receivers anyway. So it's it's not gonna be JSN, but you're gonna feel just as good with like Addison and Flowers or you know whoever the hell it may be at seven and eight. T Rock saying Brady uh, Brady must have Mahomes and Hurts. I, I, even then, I don't care. Like, I I don't have to see because see, you can play up liquidity or quarterbacks in a fourteen team league. So much you can get back a haul that's more than JSN. Like that's the whole idea yeah. here. Is even if you say you don't want the player, somebody else is desperate to have them in fourteen team. Like I'm just telling you, in fourteen team leagues, you will find teams that have. Not one quarterback that's as good as C.J. Stroud. And in a 14-team league, too, as well, like, Adam, when you're picking 108, if Will Levis is still on the board, don't you also think about it just a little bit? Like, I, I, I do struggle. I'll, I'll admit, though, 14-team, I do. Like, I struggle with Will Levis as a whole because I, I, I just think it's a bad bet. But in 14-team, when I'm getting to, like, I've got four of them and I want to lean into making someone pay – I, I, I'm torn because I know right. there's the part of me that says I, it's a bad bet, but there's also the part of like, all right, I'm, bad bet or not, someone's going to make this bad bet with me, and you're going to pay for it. So, That's yeah, the if that was my last pick, is. if that was my last pick, I'd probably do it. Now, if I have like 110, I might see if I could get it there. But, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> That's the biggest part of problem about Will Levis. And when you go to 14-team, like 12-team, uh, Adam, I don't ever consider it. But in a 14-team, I'm sitting there and going like, Man, I almost wish he was like pick 65, mm-hmm. 63, you know, mm-hmm. one of the last picks in the second round. So he'd so fall I can more? Just tell myself, so I just tell myself like, nah, I'm good, man. Don't do like, it, yeah. I'm not big. But the the fact that he's picked 33 and they traded up to do it, and I go, well, it's it's almost first round. <laughs> it's, it's almost. Yeah, it's, right, right. He's, it's dangerous enough for me in like 14 team leagues when I'm picking 108 to go, yeah. Yeah, and especially if I took a quarterback in the first four picks, you know what I mean? Like if I mm-hmm. already got a quarterback, leaning into it, man. <laughs> you want a quarterback? Come see me. 
and that that's the point too. In in general, like T Rock saying, right? You have these quarterbacks that you're saying, oh, I'll take a receiver. Actually, for me, the more the better my quarterbacks are, and the more I have, the more I'm willing to lean into it because it forces leverage against all the other teams, and they have to come to you. The more you add to it, so it's it's not for the faint of heart. Let's say that it's not for the people that right. won't come stream with shitty Wi-Fi on their vacation and figure it out late because they're just gonna they're gonna do it no matter what. If you're not that right, way, Co- like Cobra Kai said, man, the the Levis highlight video is already out. Do you see that throw to the right? What a dot! What a Listen, dot. we got to get to the super chat, but I'm just gonna say this, man. C- conjecture season is getting very dangerous very early. Like it is, it is. Be my- Ray says this. Be mindful of the content you consume. There is some stuff out there that is like I can't believe that it's actually published, Mike. It's, it's right. insane to me. Uh, Tiger King. 14 team, super flex, half PPR with a great quarterback room. What's the lowest receiver running back you would trade Kyler straight up for? Psh, this goes to the point we were just talking about, man. Two super chats, same same discussion. Right. It's um, a good question. It's a very good question, but it's yeah, not going to be as low as you think. You're not going to like the answer. Like, you might. Maybe he has Kyler. Maybe he will like it. Brees Hall, straight up for running back? Like, that's how low I'll go? <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> even then, right? <laughs> like, what's that leave? Two running backs ahead of him? JT, straight up for JT. If you were good at quarterback. Uh, you know what, T Rock? Listen, let me just say this. I'm going to put the super chat off. Yeah, man. Um, I took every last shot they had of Basil Hayden's. I'm not going to show you all the receipt because you don't want to see how much that was. But uh, the, all the neat fours they had left of Basil's, it's, it's here. So we're ready. Um, <laughs> I, Mike, I, I, the thing is, like, okay, Brees Hall is probably a good one. But I, I just struggle with why would I trade out of a quarterback in 14 team mm-hmm. to net a running back as much as I love Brees that's well, not B. John Robinson, right? Or, right. like, one of these elite receivers. Now, Brees Hall is a good one. It, it's fair. If you, if you wanted to, and that makes your team a lot better, like that, that's a fine pivot. But the thing is these quarterbacks can net you more than just one legit player a lot of times too, right? Somebody will trade right. a legit receiver and a first or something. Like you, you can a lot of times net two, three assets, and that's what's key in 14 team because depth is also a big problem for teams. Now, wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb get it done for you? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Brees Hall, CeeDee Lamb is basically like I'll do it if I have leverage and I can't afford to move Kyler if I have a quarterback room that's legit. And you're talking about running back three and wide receiver three. So Right, yeah. There you are. And that said, like, if I had a super legit quarterback. But, like, to your point, Adam, I'm sitting there and going, like, "Mm, maybe. 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 I don't know for for sure. Y'all got to let me know, but I you guys tell me in the chat, man. Are, are we? Are we? Am I drunk? I'm, I know I'm not actually drunk, but let, let me yeah. know. Yeah. Like, uh, all right, Brady's with another super chat. Um, Twelve team super flex start ten. Lockett, Sutton, Connor for running back. Who? Um, I'm. Am I confused? You know what he's. You know where I'm at. Uh, I think he's going to trade away those three pieces for one running back. So who would that running back? Oh, be? got it. 12 team? Phew. 12 team start 10, Mike. Like, I, I, I still want Lockett. I'll take Sutton. I'm not, like, tripping about losing him, though, and, and start 10. Nope. James Conner, fine. Fine. I'll keep him, but I, I, if I can package these three up to a solid running back, I'm trying to think right now. Um, Would you do it for Nick Chubb? Yes. Okay. 
That was kind of the first one that came to mind me where I'm, I'm like I'm looking top twelve running back, but I want South of that though, I'm south of that though I'm good. I'm out. I think I'm out yeah, mostly. I'm fine. Like I'll get just Chubb. Write out, yeah, I'll write out Connor. Like like Aaron Jones. Would you do it for Aaron Jones? No. I'll just write out whatever Connor gives me. I'm hundred percent with you. You get me to Nick Chubb like, or something fine. like that? Because like, what, what is he? Tear up. Right. What is he? Run, running back fifteen? I don't know what to hell people rank about, but he's clearly inside my top ten, 10 nine, right. eight. Here's a good one. Back, would you do it for Jacobs? Would you do it for Jacobs? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. Yeah, Jacobs is kind of in the same tier as Chubb for me. I'm a little worried about him, but at the same time, like he's playing on the franchise tag. That <laughs> we saw how good he was last year when used. I, Mike, here's my thing with Jacobs. I'm worried that the offense won't be as good. That's fair. I I think I'll still I'll still trade those group those cast of characters, but my hesitation is that Jacobs may not give you what he did last year with Carr gone. And I mean, y'all y'all love Jimmy G. Apparently, y'all love Jimmy G. I don't. Okay, so I'm I'm worried that outside of Shanahan, Jimmy G. won't be that guy. Eric loves Aiden O'Connell. So is that the answer? No. Um, yes, it's the answer. <laughs> it is the answer. No, I I need to get in that top ten running back range, just generically. I'm with you, Brady. Like, uh, give give me somebody who's going to be a, a realistic producer, and if it's anybody lower than that, like I'm I'm pretty good. I'm not a big James Conner fan, but I'll just write out whatever production I get from him and keep the other guys. Like they could be flex guys. I know they're not the sexiest in start ten, but like I'm not packaging all of my depth away for you know a one point increase in points per game. Mark, uh, more. So uh, let me try to explain it. Um, you know, the more you add teams, right? So now you have, instead of in 12 team, you have two more teams that need tight ends, right? So tight ends extremely shallow. What it does in 14 team is it, it makes the separation from the elite ones to the other ones even worse because other people have to start those more dog shit tight ends. You get the 16 team, it's even furthermore. It's basically very similar to quarterback and super flex, right? It's just the, the, the more you go up in teams, the more scarce the elite ones become and the more people are going to be you know, playing Sam Laporta thinking they're going to get a top 10 tight end and be sadly disappointed when rookies don't normally produce that. So uh, they're more valuable in almost all facets, but the elite ones separate themselves from the, uh, the other ones in these formats. It's like anything we do with tight ends, right? It just makes the elite ones even better. and makes right. the shitty ones even shittier. Right. <laughs> but the middle of the road guys do become more important for depth-wise. But I think the biggest thing is if, if you're staring at it, like say, Adam, you could you have Dallas Goddard, right? I don't think he's the sexiest tight end. Um, not a true difference maker, at least at the tight end position. In a 12-team league, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I got Goddard. It's okay. It's whatever. In a 14-team league, you feel pretty good about having Dallas Goddard when somebody's got to roll out Greg Dolchich every single week against you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm, Chick. Mm-hmm. Like, I think those tight ends are fine to have, uh, but I don't feel good if I have to start them every single week. And then you think about depth issues, like that could be one of their only tight ends, right? It could only be Greg Dolchich and the next dude's like Hunter Henry, right? It's not like some of these teams I've built where it's like, I have Chig and Dolchitz and like another tight end, and I'm going. I'm just trying to figure out matchups. Who am I going to play? I ride the hot hand. I may not have a hot hand. I may just have one shot at like tight end 15 and hope to God that tight end 15 actually right. does something. There you go. So I think that's probably the biggest difference as you keep increasing in league size is that, that bottom becomes really, really gross. Really, really gross. 
All right. Uh, Cody says, how we doing, boys? Tapping in live from the airport after being stuck here for 12 hours. The, 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 we, we didn't fly. We drove. And uh, let me just say, we're, we're flying next time. That was a awfully long drive. So um, I, I respect you being at the airport. I wish I would have done the same thing. Where are All you right. at, by the way? The people don't even know. Like, uh, Isle, Isle, Isle of Palms. I'm in Isle of Palms, South Carolina. We got my, my wife's whole family's out here. Um, we Ooh, have like three houses here. Oh, yeah. It was. That was a drive. So, so it's it's nine and a half, like if you just got in the car and didn't stop. Like if you didn't need to stop for gas and everything. But now and imagine. You're traveling you got, with family. So yeah. you stopped like 17 times. And then and then just remember you got a, you know, a, a baby in the car a who's baby. less than one. Yeah, so and the baby, the baby don't give no fucks. You're stopping. We 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 pushed her too far the first night, trying to keep going. That extra hour, uh, she slept terribly. It was a long drive, y'all. Um, we're here. We made it. We're happy. It's it's the, the stream is a little bit late, but it's it's worth it, man. So we're good. Uh, yeah, You're Dynasty true, Alex. Th- there was a wedding in this room yesterday, so um, you know I told them I need this, and they were like, "Yep, you can have it, man." South Harmon's on the up and up. Um, Mike, I saw a question here that I wanted to get to. Hold on. Here it is. Uh, what's the general trade value for wide receiver twos like Burks, Ayuk, Bateman, et cetera, in a start three wide, uh, start three wide receiver two fle- – uh, so start three receivers, two flex, PPR, 12-team lineup. Are they worth a future first? Yes. Yes. So yes. I think so, – so we're starting 12, right? How many are we starting? It didn't say actually. Twelve teams. Well, just in general, you probably got what five skill guys. They could all be a wide receiver. You could start five. I, I think Ayuk. I'm definitely paying a first for. I think. I think Burks and Bateman. The problem with them is, like, I think the reality Bate, is B- Bateman is not like the other two. Correct. Let's just ba- say that Bateman. I think you're going to struggle to find people that will pay a first. But I'm not letting him go for just like a, a late random second at all. So right, like I'd he, he fuck around and find out if he's good or not. He probably he's probably more of the teetering in the middle of like I don't I don't really want to sell like I'd sell for a first for sure, but I'm probably not going to get it. So I'm probably holding him. Burks I think is tough because I, I'm not letting go for less than a first. Period. And I don't think you're going to find a buyer for Burks at a first right now, especially like a random twenty four one. Now. Would, so you would send your random 24 first on a on a lineup league for Burks? Yeah, yeah, I'm buying into Burks quite okay. a bit now. Okay, okay. All right, why don't, why don't you tell the people about it, man? This is a good one then. I mean, what the hell else is there? What else is there? You got an older, aging offense. Um, I don't know if Derrick Henry's still going to be there, all right? But I'm just going to operate from the assumption that even if he is there, the offense is going to be a lot different than what it has been in the past. Just out of necessity, right? The team's not going to be able to just turn around and hand the ball 30 fucking times. Um, they spent some investment on quarterback, whether we like it or not, <laughs> whether it's a first or not. At some point, Will Levis is going to be playing, mm-hmm. and I do think it is a, an upgrade from Ryan Tannehill. Not that Tannehill is bad, but Will Levis has a lot more tools that would fit Traylon's game a lot more. Um, they didn't do anything to surround Burks with any type of competition at right. all. Right. At all. So. We're talking about a guy who had one season. He was a very, 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 very good prospect, Adam, until like the combine Great. where he kind of looked. JB would tell you diamond, right? Right, until he kind of looked a little bit out of shape and didn't run the 4-3 that everybody thought he was going to be, and then we had the whole asthma bullshit. 
He had a rough, a rougher rookie year, but it was still good on some things. Like he hit some metrics that were very intriguing. And now you're talking about a guy who's had a chance to get his feet under him, go into an offense that I think is going to throw the ball more with no target competition to speak of and build a rapport with a quarterback that I think they're planning on being their future quarterback and not a Malik Willis-led offense, which we saw last year was god-awful and horrible. That did nothing for Traylon Brooks, right? Like, could you imagine if those games Tannehill is healthy, what does Traylon's stats look like? I bet they look a lot better because, what, we Malik Willis had some games with, like, five pass attempts, seven pass attempts, like, horrible. Yeah, so right. that bad taste is still in everybody's mouth. If I can get Traylon for my future first, as long as I'm not tanking at him, I'm not one of those teams well, that's in okay. the gutter, yes. I am more than comfortable sending my first for him. And that uh, Scott was here, and, and I wanted to put this up because I think this is also uh, a dependent question, right? Now, I'm not selling – what I was trying to basically say is I'm not selling Bateman for a second. I'm not doing that, even in the lineup. I'm, I'm good. Like, I, you're, you're probably going to shoot a shot on a guy. Now, you might reroll, but at this point here – now, if you're a contender and you want to send a first for Ayuk especially and Burks, to Mike's point, okay, you can do that. But if I'm here where I'm – like Scott's talking about, I'm rebuilding – and I'm just going to roll against your team, I'll take these random 24 first for pretty much all of these guys on a rebuild just because Ayuk, I- as much as I love him, he's getting older. Uh, we don't even know who's throwing the football. And there's a lot of upside if the team doesn't do well. So I can play that up for probably more than what Ayuk's worth in a 12-team in start 10. But um, And I can also just start leveraging, right? Like it's harder to leverage Ayuk and Burks and those guys versus leveraging. You can start leveraging, you know, four. You get to four first round picks. All of a sudden, you're talking a totally different range of player. Um, but if I'm buying in the gene- like generic values, like the question was earlier, Mike, I I think they're you you got to pay me a first for Ayuk 100. percent You got to pay me probably a first for Burks. Bateman, you're probably not going to get a first, so I need at least two seconds. And if someone did send me a first for Bateman, he's gone on any build personally for me. Yeah, Bateman's the easy one for me. Send me a first, he's gone. The other ones, I'm with you. Like, I have a little bit more interest in keeping those guys around. Oh, well, well yeah, Scott, this one, 100%. Now, if there's someone that's willing to give me a, a first that might be a, uh, an early one for any one of those guys, I, I would I would take that. And I think I could probably leverage that pick for better later, even in the season if I'm trying to contend. This is uh, this is also kind of like the difference on how you and I play versus a lot of people is just the fact like Adam, if I, if I say I'm comfortable sending my first, I'm comfortable sending on a team that I know is, you know, a playoff team. Like it's not I'm, I'm hoping to fuck around to get in the playoffs or I'm hoping like it's a team when we talk about how to build our rosters that I look at it and I go, you know, if if four things went horribly fucking wrong on this team, is this team still a playoff team? And if the answer mm-hmm. is yes okay like i'm sending the pick i'm sending the pick but if i look at it and go well you know if i lose two quarterbacks and this running back underproduces, and for whatever reason my tight end gets suspended for six games like what's this Mm -hmm. team look like and i go well fuck this is now dog shit this is horrible no like i'm good i'm either in or i'm out i'm not doing this like half ass just trying to play the variance because we play best ball a lot of best ball like i still play lineup leagues but we play a lot of best ball where that variance comes down quite a bit, quite sure. a bit. Sure. It's not just, oh, get in the playoffs. How many times do you ever see, like, the sixth seed in a best ball league who just squeaks in the fucking playoffs going to win the championship? Not very not, often. 
it'll happen, but it's not going to be very. Right. It's going to be few and far between. Now, now, now to the question, it was a lineup start ten. Now to your point in right. best ball, if we if we switch it to best ball, you're more likely to make me hold Bateman until I get something that's like more of a first range, even in best ball, because I could probably get a couple weeks out of Bateman that helps my lineup where in lineup start 10, right? I, now yeah, I got to figure out what week I got to play Bateman. So uh, de- right. definitely with you on the best ball conversation there too. I did like that's idea though too, like on some of these, like, cause there are teams who fuck around and just want to get in the playoffs, right? Like, oh, I just want to sure. play the game. You package like a, like a Pacheco. That's a guy that not a lot of people, like at least me, I'm not personally high on, but like I'll give you Burks and, and Pacheco for your middling first. They think they're getting a win. You're making the bet against them that they're dog shit, and all of a sudden you're walking into a quarterback or you know Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, or one of these running backs coming out who may have Man, an elite profile. You know, I, I, I have I have legit questions to get to, but when I see T Rock do this in, in chat, I, I feel the need to come in and, and make sure uh, I explain why T Rock is not. Don't start spreading shit in our you know general comments. Now, if you want to do that in Savage where everybody knows you, that's fine. Yes, Ayuk is 25. That. Yes, I, we're all getting older. But he, here's the thing. When you start getting to like 26 and forward at receiver, the only thing you have to go off, right? We're talking about the tight ends. We're talking about all these players in Dynasty. These young guys, they get afforded more time based on the way that the community views people, right? When you get to Ayuk's age, when you're 26, all you have is production. The other shit goes away. There's no potential. There's no any of this other stuff. All you have when you get to this range and more in Dynasty is what are you doing for me right now? It's production. And I love Ayuk, but right. there's no youth movement. There's no, okay, next year. It's it's right now. And if you're not scoring elite, which as great as he's been, he, he's never really been a top like 12 for the full season points per game. We've seen, we've seen windows. We've seen the ability that's there. But unless he starts doing that, you, you'd rather just get younger because you can move it for more. That's, that's kind of the point with uh, – with Ayuk and that the age thing it's not that he's old per se it's just that the way the dynasty gets valued by people right. when you get 26 and higher you got to produce there's no more oh he's a, he's a young guy it's gonna start doing it for me later that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> it's over it's gone that same thing I was doing for Traylon just a little bit ago nobody would do for Brandon Ayuk it's what we're already doing for Bateman and he's younger than Ayuk right right like <laughs> there we go so uh all right man let's get into questions T-Rock I needed to do that to you. It's it wouldn't be vacation without me shitting on T Rock once. Sixteen team super flex PPR uh, one tight end. It's a pre- it's a tight end premium lineup league. What type of skill players are you looking to sell Purdy or how for straight up? This is a great question, man. Sixteen team is it, is silly, man. It, it's silly. Yeah, and super flex. It's weird, man. There's probably not a lot of skill players I'm looking to sell these dudes for. Like I should pivot off them, right? You, they're both you bad would, guys. but they're they're gonna sound egregious. I fucking hate Brock Purdy, but I love Sam Howell. But I can be honest that they're probably the same dude. You know what I mean? Wait, let me ask you this now: in in a twelve team, if someone sent you Brandon Cooks for either one of these guys, it's an easy sell, right? Yeah, yeah, I think maybe. If you had excess, if you had excess, if I had excess. I don't know. I probably want to shoot a little bit north of okay, Brandon but, Cooks, but yeah, that's fine. Shoot, shoot even north. I'm just using. I'm trying to use a player in that range. My my point is though, in 16 team, I'm not taking that same guy. I'm not taking no that Brandon Cooks type because I I don't know realistically, man, in warp and like what he's going to be meaning to your team that it's it's worth it versus what a quarterback is 
Think about think about a 16 team superflex for a second everybody, right? We talk about leverage and scarcity. 16 team that means that everybody has to start, well, you have to start one and everybody wants to start two. That's the whole NFL. That's 32 teams. Like why am I selling this for a, a, a wide receiver that might make might be startable for me? Might. Who's getting older? I'm not doing that. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think what the hell like I would be good with. Mm, wide receiver wise. Start start shooting me some. I can't I can't I don't have enough screen space and I'm I'm worried about killing the stream by pulling up too much stuff, so like a uh, Keenan Allen? No. Too old. Too it's I think it's a little too risky for me, but it, it, that that might be considerable because he he's probably as long as he's healthy a top 24 wide receiver, so maybe. Mike Evans? Nah, it's basically well, they're the same thing really. As far as values go, like I've seen in Stardust, I've been having people DM me all the time, what do you do? Evans and Allen basically go in the same range in like the 10th round. Like people they're, they're geriatric to the dynasty community right now. Deontay I don't know what what's going to happen to Deontay. What's going to happen to Deontay? Like I I used to love him, but like he's probably not in Pittsburgh after this year. Who right. who knows if a team values him anywhere near Pittsburgh when they took him in the third round to be AB's clone for Big Ben. Right. Like I don't think so. Maybe on value, but I just don't think so, man. I don't know. Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley? Christian Kirk, easy. Calvin Ridley, yes. I, see, I'll shoot my shot there. I think there's more upside in in Dynasty. But we're getting in, we're getting into like back end wide receiver three territory, like all those guys. That's what you're I, talking. Yes, but but that that's that's basically the uh, that's basically the, the the range. Yes, I agree with you there. Running back wise, Miles Sanders. No, no. <laughs> Come and, on. And now we're now we're gonna be talking about like middling RB twos. <laughs> That's how how high you have to shoot. Sixteen team super flex, like yeah, I'm good, man. Dude, I have I, so I many. Don't like at I all, have so I many awesome questions. Starred, my goodness. Uh, we we do have to try to do a trade show tonight too. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go live for the people, man. Because Mike's Mike's not blurry. T Rock's upset. He he was happy when you were a little blurrier. Um, but but this is going well. Uh, if you do want any questions answered, I'm gonna try to get to as many as possible here in the last twenty minutes. We're gonna try to rapid fire, even though Mike doesn't like to do that. We're going to try to do as many as we can. But if you want them answered, super chat it for us. All right, Mike, you ready? Uh, so, so so give us a running back. Let's do a running back here real quick so we can move on to the questions. Swift, Damian Pierce. I'm in. Okay. And I'm not even a big Pierce guy, but at this point, like, I think I could probably potentially either utilize him better or flip him for something else down the road. Like You're talking range of, like, RB15 to 18 is, like, kind of your window. And I, I like I like how man you you and I talked our first podcast ever. Yeah, go back and listen if you haven't heard of it. Um, the the first forty episode we were hyping up the twenty two uh, quarterback class. I like how a lot, but like I wouldn't also be surprised, Mike, to see Jacoby Brissett in there at the quarterback position right. at some point this season. Like I'm right. I'm not feeling like Hal's a long term starter in the NFL guaranteed. Now I'm not going to just s- sell him because it's possible, but it's just not a sure thing. So. Right. Pur- Purdy, man, like, who knows? Who, who knows when he's actually ready to play? Who knows how Trey looks early? Who knows if Sam Darnold ends up getting time? Like, Who knows if his elbow's okay, if he can actually throw a fucking football ever again? 
maybe he can run and improvise, but can he throw like he used to? I, I, I'm just, I don't know. These I guys mean, don't have Nick, long-term certainty for me. So Nick Nick Mullins was never the same. Jeez, Mike, oh. Nick Mullins. See, this is why. All right, did I we keep, did I get we to keep this already? Francisco. Did I get to this already? I don't even know what I've gotten to. We got so many questions here, Mike. Uh, all right, sup guys? Just had my rookie draft, and somehow Stroud fell to the 107. Guy on the clock didn't want him either, so I sent a 24 first and third to get him. Felt like the value was too good in a 12-team yes. start 10. It's 100%. Listen, yes. it, here's the thing, right? If you're going to, like Scott was talking about early, uh, a little bit ago, these receivers, Ayuk, um, you know, who are the other ones? Burks, Bateman. They don't move. The quarterback like Stroud is, is a lot closer to a liquid currency because he's a top two pick, right? Like, he doesn't have to smash year one for people to still want him and need him in Superflex. So you, you, you would have to – it would have to be like 101, 102 to for sure lose this trade, man, right? Like that's the truth yes. of it in my mind. So I'm in. I'm 100% in. Yep. I'm in. Very little outcomes where it's bad for you. Yeah, I mean it could happen, but like overall as a as a bet, I'm good. I'm a fringe competitor this year. Send my 25 first for Pollard. 12 team super flex lineup start 10. Michael, let you field this one. Yeah, I'm I'm good right now. No, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I mean, listen, I think this may not end up looking like a bad trade for you down the road, but I don't. I have a lot of issues here. It's the running back position overall, right? Yep. I can probably find a cheaper replacement elsewhere. Maybe not as good as Pollard, but like we we've also seen great bursts from Pollard and spurts of him being really good. But are they really going to give him a seventeen game workload of that one? And then two, can he hold up to that? I feel like you're paying close to peak for Pollard if we're keeping it real. Like he'd have to smash to extreme levels. And stay healthy for this to end up being a like holy shit you cleaned up on this trade, right? Yeah, I'm good. that that I'm that's not, my problem is the upside does not outweigh by a lot the the downside and what the risk is if if Pollard ends up getting hurt or not seeing the workload or the offense isn't is is run heavy because they're you know they always like to throw with Dak so those are my things it, it's not a it's not a horrible offer it's just I think I'd rather have something else than pay that for a running back. It's not even just the Pollard thing, but like you can make this deal for something similar in the range of running back in week five oh, or six. Oh, Mike! No more. Mike, we, we we have our we have our most concurrent viewers, man. One ten on the South Harmon AMA. Wow! It must be the room, man. It must be it the must Wi-Fi. Be the <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh! I can't. Thank you so Steve. much for thank you so much for using our facility. You had over a hundred people in here. It was the fucking intro with no audio that did it. Fizzle, uh, I know Fizzle said by any means, uh, and he won't let us down, but Fizzle, I'm sorry. You're going to rewatch this and not hear your voice, so that's my apology. Do we know everybody was singing along out loud watching on their phone? Of course. They, everybody knows it, unless you're a first-time listener, which we appreciate, and if you could, hit the sub for us. But in a one-quarterback league uh, and traded away Bijan for Jameer in a 24-first, have Sellers remorse thoughts? I... Um, I'm okay, man. I, this, I have no this idea one's where tough, that first though. is going to be. I'm this one's tough. That. I, I'm going to tell you why this one's tough. Because I think Jameer has definitely closed the gap, right? I, he's closed the gap. I think in super flex conversations, 
because Jameer's closed the gap a lot, like I'm cool in super flex. Part of the reason I'm even more cool on passing on Bijan, Mike, for some of these quarterbacks is if I have a later pick that's basically 104 or 105, I can get Gibbs too, right? So like I basically say I'll take my pick a quarterback and then get Gibbs. The gap's closed. And one quarterback, the problem is this. If this is not like a top – like think about 24 again, right? It's Caleb Williams. It's Drake May. Like I love Marvin Harrison, but you know there's good running backs. But if this ends up being like 106 or later – like I'd, I'd rather honestly have Bijan. That that that's the problem with this. Like, the scenario absolutely is a smash for Gibbs if it's a chance to get the elite guys in twenty four. But I'd rather just take my chances with Bijan's prowess in points per game and also tradeability than if this ends up being one ten and twenty four and a one quarterback because that's a second round pick, man. In in super flex leagues, right? If it's just a. Uh... If it's super flex, this is a smash. Easy. I'll take the Gibbs in the first. One QB, I'm fine with it, though. Like, I'm okay with it. It just depends on, like, how, how much you're willing to bet against the team that you got the first row, right? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I actually, I really strongly agree with that. So, that's a good call. Um, all right, let, let's get to a couple it's more. It's crazy that Gibbs closed the gap that much, though. And And you know me. I'm out here talking to you. All into Jameer Gibbs now. <laughs> like he's gonna be everything we wanted Swift to be, <laughs> but my, healthy. My my thing is though, like I'm also like having to live in this conjecture season. Now, some people have said in the chat, like if Laporte is the best player on the field, that means that Gibbs must suck. But the reality is people don't think that way in Dynasty. Jameer Gibbs is what? Um, if you could pull it up on Keep Trade Cut while we're all answering questions. Like running back five? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, he's at R B five. Pretty comfortably too. So it's it's RB one versus RB five now, like the price point and what that difference is for some people is probably a lot. But like I I, I basically with Gibbs, I feel like I could do so much in tradeability right now too. Like I, I made one deal for Gibbs on the trade show. I haven't seen any deals for Gibbs yet. I feel like people are gonna end up getting some crazy returns on Gibbs as well. Even he's going at like one hundred four and one hundred five in a lot of these leagues. So yep. I just bought a I just bought Kittle in a uh, 2.0 tight end premium for a 24 first, but I think the guy didn't know about the premium or something. I mean, if this is your pick and it's got a chance to be late, uh, 2x tight end premium, I'm a hundred percent in. We already talked about earlier, like Kittle for a first is we we would need a first in regular league. So I need a first plus in regular leagues, 1.5 leagues. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 sorry, yeah, you're right. We a first and a and a plus, but yeah. <laughs> yes. This is, this is easy, man. All right, Phil says, joined a 12-team Superflex startup with four point per passing touchdown, minus three per pick. Start two tight end with a full, port, uh, full point premium, as well as premium for the running backs is 1.5. Oh, okay, and a normal point. This is, Mike, this is like the opposite of some of the leagues, right? Like it used to be when running backs were more valued, you get the half point, and then you get the full point, and then you get the 1.5 for tight ends. I like this. Interesting. Bringing running backs back. He's saying fade quarterback. It's super flex. No. We never fade quarterback. Hard now, pass. fade other positions, that's more up to you. But fade quarterback, here's what you don't do. You don't fade the elite ones. Now, if you want to start talking about the bottom tier yes. ones are uh, not as valuable and they have a bigger ground to make up to the elite ones because of the points per interception if they don't run, sure. The elite ones, we are not fading up top at all. 
I don't care. Is that it actually makes them more valuable when this heavy negatives to the ones that are bad. <laughs> Adam, you and I, you and I did that IDP league where like I made the defensive end slash outside linebacker scoring right on par with like what Mahomes and Hurts and Allen scores. Who still went first in that draft? Right? No one gave a mm-hmm. fuck about Joey Bosa or Michael Parsons. Everybody still wants Patrick Mahomes, Josh Pe- Allen. People Jaylen will Hurts. never. People can never can never leave that alone. When are we going to start rolling out the private lobby underdog drafts? I need another avenue to impose my big brain. Mike, it sounds like T Rock saying he wants you to take his money in a different setting than just Dynasty. That's fair. So that's fair. That's cool. We'll take his money there too. Um, I'll be honest, man. It, it's been between getting the website out, um, when Mike was doing a lot of the night shifts, like it's been it has been a very busy season. When I get back from vacation though, I want to do more of this, Mike, and I know we have to coordinate because Mike is also in a state that's not the best for this. So we have some some kinks to work out. But T Rock, stay patient, man. You stay patient, it'll work out for you. Just just stay patient, man. We'll get it to you. Oh, that's tough for him. Yeah, that's true. I get that. All good, man. <laughs> just glad to see the fellas back together. Appreciate it, Fizzle. We had we had the fire uh, intro, and it, it, you could basically just play the music with it. You know, you don't have to. Just you could just let it happen one night. You should know the words by now. Yeah, everybody's already. Everybody should know the words. I saw somebody either in the ch- the comments here on YouTube or on Discord was like talking about how they they sing it all the time, just like randomly, like it's stuck in their head. <laughs> I saw that one too. It's good. Not sure it's if y'all remember. Head. Not sure if y'all remember this, but I had the lottery, which I lost. When should I have had the one hundred and one? Uh, oh, he should have had the one hundred and one. Instead, I got the one hundred and three, and already had the one hundred and five. Ended up with a rich and Gibbs, and don't feel nearly as bad. What? So, nope. The thing is, right, the lottery this year, the lottery this year, though, for a team that's really, really bad, didn't screw you as bad as it normally would, right? Because 101 might go, a team might actually really go Bijan, which means now at 102 and 103, you could take a quarterback that's still really good. So I think this is to that point. So Trip Crown, not bad for you at all, man. Not bad for you at all. I've seen a, I've seen a lot in these more casual leagues, Adam. A lot mm-hmm. of Anthony Richardson falling to 103, 104. All the time. Uh, so I always feel like a damn genius when I'm picking at 103 or 104 and he falls to me. It's awesome. And then somebody tries to tell me how it's not worth as much. I'm like, I don't know if you know me, but uh, I'm not trading you for cheap. <laughs> Mike, I don't Sorry. I don't know why you don't just let it happen. Like Fantasy Pros is telling you I that know. They, they're not all worth first. Like start. Can you just come to your senses for everybody at some point? <laughs> We've had an adventure in DMs this weekend. That's for sure. What are you looking to get in a trade for Alave or Metcalf level receiver in Superflex PPR? Ooh. Good question. I like this one. I had to pull it up. We'll get a few more before we get out of here, man. This is a uh this is a fun one, man. The VK AMA. We'll never we'll never live this down. Man. Look at bro, look at look at these lights. Like there's lines through my screen. The one over there is just like this is wild. And I'm sitting in a dungeon here. Uh Alave's a an interesting one. Um Oh, d want... appreciate it, man. Appreciate that. He doesn't quite fall in that range of like wide receivers that are worth two first. Not a lot of them do. So, but... so here's the thing with Alave. This is kind of a, the next scale to the IU conversation, right? Like, right. If someone actually sent me two first that I felt like were not 111, 112 in this current 23 market, right? Like if it's two generic twenty fours, I'd I'd take it every time. But like I I don't really see those get done. I see some one ten, one twelve, 
in this class for Alave, but I don't see a lot of those. Here, you can go leverage 24 class now for Alave. I don't, I don't see a lot of that. So that's kind of what makes it tough with him. Um, I think if I can get two first, though, I, I think I need at least a 24 first for leverage. And I need a – I'm trying to think of the let's receivers, talk, Mike. Like, let's talk tear down. How about Michael Pittman? Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman's easy. Michael Michael Pittman in a 24 first that's not like from the best team in the league I'm in. I mean, even then I might do it, but I'm I'm DJ Moore. I'd probably do it. Brandon Ayuk. I would do it. Judy. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like we're starting to get, especially with like Ayuk. I'm I'm so in on him personally, but. Like we're we're starting to get to settings wise. Like lineup start nine, maybe not quite as much on Judy or something. Now okay. lineup start eleven, twelve, I'm tearing down. <laughs> yes. Give me that package. We get the best ball, I'm hundred percent in. Traylon. Uh best ball, yes. Bigger starters, yes. Shallow starters. He's he's like more like Judy for me. Okay. I'm also part part of my issue with him, and, and this is something I learned from last year, Mike. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any really um, discrepancies with you as far as your analysis of of what Traylon could become with with Levis. My my issue is this: I know that his market right now is is cooled. I see it in startups. I see how people value him, and that basically tells me that if there's not production coming, like there's more to fall. And so for me, it's more about. With him, I don't know that I can trade him away as easily halfway through the season if it's not going the way I want. That that's I don't part think of it's my that issue. Bad, man, he's, he's still wide receiver twenty eight. I know I, I I get what I get what you're saying, but like right now, it's also the conjecture season. So it's you know he's a year two re- wide receiver. We saw okay. this with Bateman. Like my only point is, it's not that I disagree. Like I'm not out on on Burks. My only point is if I end up overdoing it on my exposure level. What am I and my league mates really going to let me out of Burks? That's what I'm fearful of getting over my skis on him because I, I already have a bunch of Burks, man. I already got like eight shares. Like, do I really want to go north of that? That's part of my problem. And I didn't have a lot of shares because I was taking Drake London and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So, my bad. Flex. Let's go. Now there I want go. some Traylon, though. There we like, go. I'm back man. in. Let's go. There we go. While um, yeah. people are shitting on him, perfect. I'll go buy now. I didn't buy there it last go. year. I'll buy it now. There you go. Uh, there you have it, Mike. Or, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike is the wide receiver connoisseur. He's the wide receivers matter. Um, he, he he knows how to get these Fuck wide receiver you. values locked in. I do like that one on air. Appreciate but, you. All right, you to the up. original point, though. Like, I'm, I don't think you're getting two first. If you can, boom, I'll send Chris Olave away. See ya. Gone. Um, but if I if I can't, like, I'm, I'm probably looking to tear down most places. And I want to stay in that DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Brandon Ayuk. I'm comfortable Jerry Judy too. Uh, if you're getting a first, the, that's probably the one that people hate more than the rest. If you're getting a first on top of a top twenty-five asset like Ayuk uh, and North, I think it's. I think I'm definitely Easy. doing it. I think when you start getting lower than that, like Mike, again, I'm still in in most most formats. It's just like lineup start nine or ten. I might pause a little more. That's that's my only caveat, okay. really. Um, all right, so so Drek gave us a super chat, but he asked this question, so I made sure I put it up. Looking to go back to back and win the progressive jackpot in a ten-team, one quarterback PPR start line, uh, start nine lineup league. Gave up Pitts, Debo, Ridley, uh, Deontay Foreman in the two hundred seven. I got Kelsey Dobbins and Lockett. Is this a smash? All right, I'm gonna have to find this one. 
I don't get to see it on trade just like you did. All right. 10 team, 1 QB. Son of a bitch. Appreciate the super chat, <laughs> 10 team, 1 QB. Damn it. Where's JB? Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. <laughs> J- JB. Nine lineup. JB's not here for us, so it's just me and you. All right. But if you're looking to compete, right, you want Kelsey over Pitts. Like, I think that's the one for one where I go production versus value. I'll take the production, though. I'll take Travis Kelsey. So that part's easy. Debo Ridley, Dobbins Lockett. Probably want Dobbins over Ridley. Lockett. I'll take Ridley. Fuck. I don't know if it's a smash, but it's a good trade for a contender. I, I like it personally. I don't think I'm I'm with you. I don't think it's a I don't think wow. it's a smash. You you, you destroyed right. this trade. Like, oh my goodness. What you got over on this guy. But I think this is a this is probably gonna be a team that ends up liking this trade. JB says he's here. Um so JB, go ahead and give your analysis. We'll we'll put it on the screen before we're out of here to confirm. I like it for his side. I just don't want to call it a smash. Somebody said the words 10 team, 1 QB, and JB just poof. It's it's like magic. It's like magic. It's like when uh, it's like when you say, all right, we need That's our right. best analysis on wide receivers. Uh, on the, Mike, the plus part, there he is. The plus part, it doesn't involve any quarterbacks, so we don't have to do the math in our head about how much they matter. All right, man. T- t- two more questions because we do got to do yeah. a trade show, and I don't want to. I, give, me I, the Kelsey, actually, give me the Kelsey side, though. I, I like it. I like Kelsey, Kelsey, for side. me, is one of these guys that even though... Warp's <laughs> going to tell you he's a damn unicorn. P- P- Pitts, is, Pitts is what makes this so tough, man. Like, it's all about what you believe in Pitts. It really, really is for me. Because I think Kelsey, even if it's only for a year or two, is worth betting on. The problem is if, if Pitts ends up becoming the Kelsey of the future... Um, you might not love it in a few years from now, but I think right now you just you just take the smash side of Kelsey. And the other thing too is now that Tyreek's gone, like Kelsey can age more gracefully. I feel like because he's going to get force fed stuff. Like that, that's one of the reasons why I'm really in on Kelsey still. So, all right, uh, two more questions. Jeremy Clark, any tips for dynasty auction? My goodness, we we will give you some here, but I'll just yeah. tell you this, man. We have done numerous numerous content on dynasty auction. He said he spent 70% of budget on Chase, Dak, and Deshaun. Now I feel like I have to – I'll say this. No, you didn't necessarily. But here's what you have to do. You have to go value bin hunting with the next 30%. Because here's what I'll say. If you spend 50% on quarterbacks, Mike, I'm good. But I would probably want one of them to be better than Dak or Deshaun personally. Right. I want one of the uh, super – Give me one of the top five or six, right? Yeah. Yeah, that too. That too. Yep. And then, and then, and then, th- this probably means you spent way too much on Chase. But this doesn't like completely cripple you. It also depends on if it's best ball or lineup and stuff. But yeah, you got to start like for, really for, for two absolute fucking units at quarterback. Like I'm comfortable spending seventy percent of my budget just on them. You know what I mean? Like if I could walk out with Burrow and Hurts, and I spent seventy percent, fuck it, I'll figure out the rest. That's like, what I'm yeah. saying. If it's Burrow and Hurts, but, but to your point, cha- but to your right. point, like I get down to Dak and and. You know, adding Chase to it helps a little bit because that is a very valuable asset to have. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking at going like, damn. Like, I get the feeling too. I'd probably go, mm, I don't like this as much. Um, but you really got to be thrifty now, especially because your quarterbacks aren't the ones that are just mainstays. Like, if Dak doesn't have a good year, Adam, 
Like that's a guy who could fall off. If Deshaun Watson has another year like last year, that's the dude right. who's falling in quarterback. A hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. If Patrick Mahomes comes out and has one bad year, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Maybe we do the thing last year where we're like Justin Herbert's the number one quarterback in dynasty. Right. But that's just a fleeting thing. Like Patrick Mahomes is still like QB two or three in a lot of spots. So I don't think it, it matters as much for the elite ones. For these guys, it does kind of matter. So you do have to be pretty thrifty. Like, Adam, if I did it with Mahomes and Josh Allen, I don't really give a shit because even if they had one bad year, I didn't lose that much. I could lose my ass with these guys. So I have to build a team that could actually kind of compete with them. You know what I mean? Like, I need to be mm-hmm. very smart with my yeah, money. and try 100%. 100%, man. Where if you do it with the other guys up top, it's like I can throw fucking a bajillion dollars or whatever the rest of my budget is as a couple of rookies and just figure out how to piece this team together. I don't care if I'm good or not. Like, I have assets that are mainstays. So that's the biggest difference. And you got to hit up them vets, man. Them vets are probably going to be the biggest values. Uh, the old guys, the disgusting ones, you know, try to find the Amari Coopers of the world, the David and Jokus, the, the running backs like the James Connors, right? Go for those values. Stay away from rookies because everybody's going to be pricing them too much. Probably my biggest piece of advice right now is you shouldn't be bidding on a rookie and you can't price and force. Don't get caught price and forcing. Fuck it. Leave it to everybody else. Last question, Mike. Trade Gibbs for Pollard in 224 seconds, 12 team Superflex start 10 lineup, Mike. What do you think here? Pass. I'm, I'm, I want the Gibbs side still, man, personally. Yes. Like, are, are you with me on this? I'm with you. Hard pass. No, thank you. Keep your seconds. Enjoy Tony Pollard. Well, let me let no me just ask you this like a little bit more, a, a little more like realistically because yes, like like let's talk about this. What could you move? Because let's just let's at least walk this through. You get two twenty four seconds. Like what you could buy stuff for that at the running back position in season, right? So yes, what what do you think that would look like? And then still, why are we on the Gibbs side? Let's at least. Not just ride out on a, you know, we're just we're just going to Homer Gibbs. Because I'm with you, but I think we should at least walk through the process if we could real quick. That's the hot name right now. So, one, what Jameer Gibbs is, I don't want to sell him now unless the offer is so over the top that I can't say no to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody's like, hey, I'll give you Chris McCaffrey in a second for your Jameer Gibbs, and I'm a contending team, see ya. Been nice right. knowing you, Jameer. I'll help you pack your shit, get the fuck out. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, though, like, if I'm going to tear down at running back, I'm good, man. The offer just needs to be so much over the top for me to do it. Because what did you just talk about? What have we spent this entire show talking about? It's conjecture season. And we just started this thing, It's man. heavy There's conjecture There's going to be season. training camp highlights of Jameer Gibbs. There's going to be a preseason highlight where people lose their fucking minds. So that offer of Tony Pollard in two seconds, uh, when you get to August and Jameer Gibbs has looked good, and that's all we've talked about the entire summer. Today's price is not yesterday's price. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it's gonna be very, very, very different. Very, very different. So I'm not doing it now. Hard pass. I, I think the biggest thing that Mike hit on is where I'm at is that this offer is not a bad offer. Honestly, like if you if you want to just take it now, and you think you have the ability to use it craftily and, and get the seconds to play up, and you could probably end up with a guy like Cam Akers and a Miles Sanders or that type of a player next year. We don't know who they will be. Fine. But I'll just say this. I, I think you sell light today. And I'm not going to say it won't be the best trade for you to take the other side, but I just I, I, I know I can get more for Gibbs. 
I, I don't need to make this trade, right? Sometimes I don't need to make the trade. Even if it, I can make it work, I, I can get better later. And I think you still have two to three months of value ascension for Jameer Gibbs. So um, even though, you know, we have shitty internet, we got two clear screens. We, we made this whole thing through live with over our most people ever, Mike. And here's the thing. We're not going to sell light at South Harmon either. We're not selling light. Go check out the go check out the website. Go check out Koopa's greatness. I saw someone put in Kelsey's the best positional advantage. If you really want to know the positional advantages in warp, wins over replacement player. South Harmon, FF.com. Man, that feels good to say. Mike, we are getting out of here. We appreciate everyone tapping in. We yeah. love y'all. Make sure you're tapping into two episodes of the trade show this week. We are out of this thing. Peace. See ya.